Yeah. CJLO is a college community radio station broadcasting out of the Loyola campus of Concordia University in Montreal, Quebec. We broadcast at 1690 kilohertz on the AM dial and have a transmitter with 1000 watts of power. The views expressed on air do not reflect CJLO. Any views expressed during the show are those of the DJ and not of the station as a whole or its management. If you would like to find out more, please visit our website at cjlo.com. Thanks for your support and keep listening to CJLO 1690 AM, Montreal's underground radio. For CJLO News, I'm Michael Foldvari. The Sûreté de Québec is investigating the violent killings of two dogs in Montérégie. According to CTV News, officers discovered the lifeless bodies of Yoshi and Tonka, who had gone missing four days earlier, inside of a ditch in saint valerien de milton on Sunday. A resident in the nearby town of Saint-Cécile-de-Milton told authorities that an SUV driver tried to steal their dog around the same time as this tragedy. A fire in Milltown, head of Bay d'Espoir, Newfoundland, destroyed a high school town hall and RCMP station on Tuesday. According to CBC News, Donald Craig McHate of Morrisville is now facing three counts of intentional cause of damage by fire. Nobody has been injured and building damages are currently being assessed. A Nigerian military jet mistakenly bombed a camp of displaced people in the city of Rahn, near the border of Cameroon this past Tuesday. According to BBC News, the camp was mistakenly thought to belong to the Boko Haram terrorist group, who are also present in the area. 52 civilians and aid volunteers were killed, and more than 200 were injured as a result of the bombing. To hear the newscast and learn more about the news team, visit cjlo.com slash news. This has been a CJLO production. What's up, everybody? What's up? Tobes. What's crack a How you been, man? Uh, not too bad, dude. One week at a time. One week at a time. One week at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It sounds depressing when you say it like that. Like, it's I'm crazy. Good, We're already three weeks into the new year. Uh, like the new year just, dude, yeah. I don't even... Yo, we are uh, officially the two days before the inauguration of the oh my gosh. leader of the free world, <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> if, my birthday is next Monday, right? Okay. If, uh, <laughs> if this <laughs> happens and it ends the world, I hope I always get to celebrate <laughs> <laughs> Before it's all over. <laughs> Yo, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that this is, uh, you know, this is happening in two days, yeah. and people are just kind of like, um, I think my favorite thing is uh, what's her name, Chris, the girl Michelle inauguration. Hold on, let me look her up because I can't remember her name. Is this the one that happened today? Yeah, um, in the court in the in front of the um, the Congress or something. No, no, no. This is about the singer. So there's a a singer, Christelle Michelle or something, 
is this singer's name and she's doing the inauguration she's performing at the inauguration for trump okay and she's a uh black singer chris chrisette michelle there we go oh yeah so chrisette michelle is is performing for trump's inauguration and rumor has it that (laughs) that quest love offered to pay her not to do it Really? Yeah, and then my favorite part is that uh, someone created a meme. Uh, you remember when Most Def did that episode of Chappelle where it, it was the black delegation? <laughs> we nominate. Yeah, so in, uh, someone posted a meme where they they wrote, um, "We the black delegation would like to trade Chrisette Michelle for Joe Biden." And then, <laughs> and I was just like, "Damn!" So yeah, she's prefer- Joe Biden's already won honorary. Yeah, Joe Biden. I mean, there's so many memes going around with Biden and and Obama, and they're, they're actually the best. Yeah, have you seen the one where um, Obama is putting the, the 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 medal on him, the Freedom Medal, <laughs> yeah. and someone wrote when your when your black what? friend calls you my <laughs> my end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. When I saw that one, I died. I was like, yes, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's that one, that one tear dripping out. Yes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And it just makes me think of there's a stand up comedian who does a whole set and he's like, oh, I think it's Chris Rock. And Chris Rock's just like, Can you, you have to understand the white friend in the black crew has to be the craziest mother out there. Because what has this dude done that he has all these respect that's like true. what? What did he do that all these boys are just like, yo, man, you might like, and it just, and it just, every time I think of that, I just think of Biden because I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah, who's, you uh, to the, who's the VP for Trump? I don't even really know this guy. Who's the what? The the VP Trump. Oh, Pence. Um, man, I I don't even want to get into this, who that guy is, but he's honestly bad news. He 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 believes in conversion therapy for the gay community and um. Uh, I think he f- wants to like get rid of Planned Parenthood and like all these. I, you know what? I shouldn't say because I don't know most of his platforms, but I just know some of the stuff, and I do know that he believes in conversion therapy for the in the gay community, which is insane and ridiculous. And people have been yeah, saying for, for the longest time, like, y- who who are these people? Like, who are you that these are things that you still think in 2016? Yeah, I don't know. And usually those people, are, they always have, like, some, like, skeletons in their own closets, you know? So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, how many times have they, like, shown that the the hard, the people that fight the hardest against the gay community are, are closeted themselves? And and um, it's just unfortunate, though. Uh, whether or not this guy is closeted, uh, who knows, Ooh. but... Speaking of which, what about that bishop, Eddie Long? Eddie Long. That just passed? Okay. It was the same, I mean, allegedly, but it's the same thing where he preached a lot of, like, anti, like, you know, LG, whatever their abbreviation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, he apparently has been abusing kids himself, like, boys, you know? (sighs) Good I mean, this is what I'm hearing. We don't know. I don't know if these are facts, but it's all over the news, so I'm assuming there's some truth to it. Yeah, yeah. You you hope... It's the same case, you know? A side side note to that, we're hoping that in 2016, people are... The, the fake news machine isn't as bad as we assume because that's a, an, also a huge other problem. Yeah, but these the, these ones are like credible sources. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying the, the fact that you even had to question it for a second, you're just like, uh, I mean, who knows? Like, you, have you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facebook as a whole. 
I know people just fall for it. It's funny. People keep having to post these articles about the um, what you call it the like, these these pieces where they have to explain like the fake news. These are ten fake news sites to keep an eye out for. Yeah, exactly. And it's just you like, should you should kind of like from now on, honestly, just open something if you don't believe it or just look it up, Google it real quick. Yeah, I mean, he I uh, the old station manager uh, from CJLO, Beansy, and I used to be in the office, and anytime anyone ever posted anything, her and I would were like heavy detectives. Like we would see it, and we'd be like, mm, "This sounds fake," and we'd look up like source after source after source, and there'd be so many times where we'd find like the source was like something like Beaverton, The Onion, and all this stuff, but like actual. <laughs> Like other sites didn't realize it was a joke and would just repost it. Oh, would pick it up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it just turned into such a weird thing. And 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 I almost think that some people started doing it on purpose, knowing full well that it was satire, but knew that the clicks from the outrage would be good for their sites. For sure. And which and down one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, and which is unfortunate because that completely takes away from your credibility as journalists if. If you're trying to be a news source, but at that point you're just like, "Well, I don't actually want to be a news source. I just want to be, I just want to be clickbait." Uh, like, what have we turned to? <laughs> oh, they've given up. They've given up, man. It's crazy. The in the era of TMZ and paying people for news, it's it's over. The, I I don't think the the model for credit. Like, I, we were having a conversation at work today about the news just the news in general and one of the guys at work was saying i i had to stop watching the news because the news went from being a source of information to if it bleeds it leads and uh and, and the real stories will put it in the last page or yeah and like on top of that hour. on top of that they also put celebrity like entertainment news as news now like entertainment Crazy. tonight is not just the platform and the the idea of what you know you might find interesting about your favorite celebs no it is like it leads sometimes yeah. like the time that trump met with kanye was like front page news like on some sites How it was crazy a, is that though and i mean i i don't care that kanye met with trump we don't know what they talked about we don't know the circumstances and why is that in any which way or form important. <laughs> Kanye probably brought him his press of Yeezys, you know? Yeah. He brought him some Yeezys to wear and left the building. Well, because, and that's the other thing. Kanye is a marketing machine, right? So if Kanye is just like, well, what's one of the craziest things I could do that just gets people's attention? Oh, let me meet with the guy that everyone is kind of hating on right now. I mean, yep. yeah, Kanye went from saying Bush hates black people to meeting with the guy who out who spoke out and and said Mexicans are rapists. Like I mean, that's true. You gotta you gotta try and. He's also, but at the, at the same time, he's also not the same person anymore. Right? No, yeah, I know, I know. He's somewhere else. I honestly don't even know anymore with the guy. At one point, you defend it, not defend it, but you're like, uh, you, you know, it's all publicity. But then you're like, okay, he's actually just wired this way now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is who he is now, and it's definitely not back to the old guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just way too out. I don't want to say way too outspoken. That's not the right choice. No, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. He's allowed to say what Navigate, he wants. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's allowed to say what he wants, but it's just kind of different now because it went from being you can say what you want, and obviously he used to, to the 
and also your most of the time his message were important because it seemed like what he was trying to say was important to him and it was often important to the community uh, but, yeah, then he but, started, not, but now it's gone to the levels of jay-z isn't calling me yeah, yeah. and you know <laughs> don't send people to shoot me like all this yeah, stuff it's just like it's like what are you talking about why are you if saying you're, if, if you're gonna be actually like trying to show us something or tell us like something crazy is going on and you know illuminati whatever then be straight <laughs> up with it although you know like at this what's the point of coding it now yeah let us in what do you mean by don't send shooters <laughs> like yeah. why wouldn't he send shooters i don't know he's just he definitely went crazy, I think. And it, it and it's unfortunate because, like I said, like I've said before, and I think uh, if 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 Skinny was here, he definitely want to say his piece because I think Skinny respects Kanye's oh art and production a lot. I, I think do. we all do. Yeah, sorry. I, I yeah, we all do. It's just that the, it's gotten to a point where his message doesn't seem on on point with what it used to be, and it's hard no, to... There's no correlation between his words and what he does. Yeah, okay, there, yes. that That's that's probably the best way to put it. Because yeah. once upon a time, it seemed like it, it, it was something that we could all get behind, and now it's kind of turned into... Well, what what are you talking about? Like, what is, yeah. the, what, is the, what is the point you're trying to make? So It's crazy. Did, did you see us, uh, before we leave the Trump discussion... Yeah. Did you see uh, the lady he hired to be uh, education secretary? No. Okay. So tell me about that because I heard other people talking <laughs> about it, and <laughs> I can't pronounce her last name, but her first name is Betsy Devos, Devos, whatever. I think okay. I don't know what how to pronounce it, but anyway, um, <laughs> she stood in front of the uh, like you know her confirmation on they showed this on C-SPAN. Okay. And she's getting grilled by all these senators on different topics. And for someone who's supposed to be the education secretary, like you're supposed oh, to like God. have experience in these things. First of all, she's the daughter of like a billionaire. Okay. No experience in anything, private school, you know, like get the picture. She's just so yeah. far removed from the common yeah. person that she's supposed to be in charge of public education. Out to lunch. Right? So they're just like grilling her on like, <laughs> okay, this one funny one where they asked her, uh, does she believe like guns should be allowed in schools? Oh God. And she, she <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to read, I'm gonna read the headline, but I'll read you what she actually said. Okay. But it says Betsy Devos, Devos believes that guns should be allowed in schools in the event that there's a grizzly bear attack. <laughs> 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 like you can't make this stuff up. God, it's are you serious? Crazy. Was this something so, that was so her real? Her real answer to, to is pretty close to the headline. Is I think probably there. I would imagine there's probably a gun in the school to protect from potential grizzlies. What? When what? they when they told her, uh, uh, I don't know. It was just like, what is she talking about? I she she can't answer if colleges should have like um, there's a project called Title Ten or Title One X. Yeah, um, which is like. Sexual assault on college campuses is pretty big now, right? That's okay. a major problem. So okay. this pretty much is set in place to handle, like, complaints of sexual assault. Oh, good, and they okay. must take immediate action so that the victim can continue the education, like, at the school free of sexual violence. Oh, that's okay. So, that, those are great things. Right. Okay. She pretty much <laughs> does, a, doesn't know what it is, but oh, she should know. Man. And she didn't say if she would stand to uphold it in colleges. Really? As a woman, yeah, like she she said, it would be premature for me to do that today. She said, "I'm like, what are you saying? Like, 
this is nuts. This is someone like who are these? I actually want after seeing this today, I'm like, I want to look into everyone he picked. Yeah. Or, and well, see the position he picked them for, and what are they actually? What, what's their experience with that thing specifically? Because this just seems like a bunch of like his buddies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like well, that's what we're going to help him financially. And that's what people have been saying. Some people have been saying it, it's almost like every time he picks someone, he looks at the list and says, who is the person that would be the comp- the perfect opposite of this position? And then just picks that person. And or probably just, owe someone a favor. And this is yeah, what he does, you know, like, yeah. well, okay, we're going to, we're going to go to a message real quick and then we're going to come back from the messages and do the DTD. <laughs> okay. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. People CJLO 1690 AM doc holiday and on the line. Toby Trice, real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> Canacom is a 325 capacity venue that is located at 1635 St. Laurent Boulevard. In addition to shows, the co-op hosts regular events. Monday, we have improv nights featuring La Ligue La Like starting at 7.30. Wednesday is swing nights. Need a lesson in swing dancing? Swing Connections offer classes at 8 p.m., followed by a live band at 10 p.m. Thursdays alternate between Thirsty Thursdays and Metal Up Your Ass, featuring punk and metal tribute bands with crazy bar specials. And Riot Thursday, organized by Duriality. For more info, check our website, catacombs.com, or our Facebook page at Co-op Catacombs. Check out Jay Nice and Lady Oracle in the limelight every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. for underground hip-hop and R&B right here on CJLO 1690 AM. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? We are here live. We are live here on CJLO 1690 AM. Hopefully you guys are all checking us out on CJLO.com, CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal, Bell 5, Channel 950 in Montreal, or you can pick us up on the apps and the app store. CJLO has an application, or if you're using TuneIn app, you can check us out under CJLO. So hopefully you guys are doing that right now. It's uh, myself, Doc Holiday, in the studio with On The Line. Toby. And uh, Toby, we are going to be doing our usual DTD. Hopefully, you guys. DTD of the decade. This, night. this yeah, this one, this one's a little different. <laughs> I feel like people are going to be. I mean, and I'm hoping that people will give us feedback on this one. If you guys are checking to us live on the Facebook feed, um, this one's a different one. This one is Sebastian from the little mermaid you, you, I, wait before you say, okay yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, sorry. i just, just want to say this dtd was based off a topic we're going to talk about afterwards yes 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 but yes. we decided not to talk about the topic <laughs> for whatever reason and now we're just going to do the dtd as is anyway yeah yeah and so, you can go yeah there you go so we were supposed to focus a little bit more on the live action uh disney stuff that's coming up because right now i think Tobes, it was you who said at some point, uh, almost every Disney movie, like animated film, is in some point of development for a live action retelling. Yep. And exactly. uh, there's a Dumbo in the making right now. That That's ridiculous to me. <laughs> Apparently, Will Smith is tied to Dumbo, which is funny because he has big ears. But oh, sweet I don't know what I don't know which character he's going to be playing, but. Jiminy Cricket. Oh God, I hope they don't make him Jiminy Cricket. That'd be so bad. <laughs> um, you never know. So, so when we were talking about it last week with Skinny Tobes, myself, and we were looking at it, we we're like, we should do a DTD that reflects that. So we thought we would do Sebastian from Little Mermaid with versus Olaf and versus Baloo. 
<laughs> which is <laughs> so Olaf from Frozen, <laughs> yeah, and Baloo from Jungle Book. <laughs> uh, just to be clear, we're using Baloo from Jungle Book, not the cartoon where he's a pilot. I don't know if you remember oh, yeah, that one, yeah. Tobes, but there used to be the the Jungle Book cartoon that they put yep. out afterwards, where he was like a pilot uh, on a plane. I don't I, Spin Tails, something was it, like was, that. Was that a? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, and then Olaf from Frozen, which we all know because that like every other kid on Earth was singing that song, and I won't even sing it because I don't want to put it in people's heads. And then Sebastian, because well, I mean. We need someone with some patois in there. But um, and you know what though, I feel like popularity wise, he's pretty up there. Sebastian, that, that that song, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If we were to pick people based on songs, Sebastian and Olaf are two of the more popular song related Disney characters. I don't know. I don't remember but, if Baloo. Oh, I think Baloo actually, does. You know what? I would put. Sebastian, Baloo, then... Uh, you know what? Let's do the DTD first. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> DT, I'll let you go first then, because uh, it sounds okay. like you have an answer. So, yeah, we were just talking about, like, song-wise. Baloo has bare necessities, if you remember that. Yes, yes. A lot of people like that song. It's kind of tight with Under the Sea. I think it might even overtake Under the Sea, to be honest. Yeah, possibly. And Olaf, does Olaf sing? I don't remember. Well, he doesn't really have a song, but it's more just, like... The movie, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Then they build him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they kind of bring him to life with magic, so. Ah, okay. Oh, he's (laughs) magical. All right, let's see. Yeah, so have you watched, have you seen Frozen? I took my little cousins to see it. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so. uh, I I hate, I hate, (laughs) oh, anyway. You hate I just, for a lot of the Disney movies that had, that are like this. Yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah, I mean it's too like theatrical, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. If if you're not a kid, movies like Frozen, uh, although they're fun for one viewing, the fact that kids like to rewatch these movies over and over, the same way that we probably watch something when we were kids over and over, it's fine. It's just because of the way the movie is. Like you were saying, it's really over the top, over the top dramatic acting in animated characters, and then on top of that, kids watch that like. 50 times in a row and don't get tired of it. So you're like, and, good. And, and based on that level of facts you just dropped, Olaf yeah. is gone. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Okay, that's I'm going to go back to the two that I know from my childhood. All right? Yeah. And Sebastian Baloo, which who, who, oh, who are you teaming you know up what? with? Baloo become- is a fun, looks like a fun, like happy-go-lucky yeah. Just doesn't care about anything but living kind of guy, you know. Just someone you want to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hangout wise, he'd be the perfect person to hang out with. Sebastian, on the other hand, now I'm happy that we decided not to like become the person when we drain them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually was having that discussion this morning with someone, and I was just like, "Yeah, I, I mean, if I be, if I drain Baloo, I become a bear," and they're like. What that that makes no sense. You guys you should just drain dra- the personality. Yeah, you should just drain the personality because if you start doing like this thing where you become them, either you're a crab or a a, a snowman or like a a, a five hundred pound bear, and that just sounds stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's true though. This whole DTD yeah. sounds stupid, but it's fun. I like it. So, um, <laughs> so you're saying you drain Sebastian most likely? I, th- I think I would just because I don't think I want to hang out with him. 
<laughs> it's just like that accent would get annoying. I'd rather be the annoying one with the accent, right? Okay, okay. So, so at least, like, yeah, you know, then Baloo just doesn't care about anything. We can just live. We can coexist. Yeah. Just based, just based off that. Okay. Uh, so mine is is going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to say who I defeat first. Actually, I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to do it drain first. I'm draining Olaf. Uh, only because okay. he's ma- he's a magically imbued snowman. Um, which but make- his personality is kind of dumb. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, he, he he's a complete moron, but. He's also carefree, like nothing really gets to him. He he can get anxious, but I mean, in the end, he ends up with like a pretty sweet situation where he's magically like one of the things that like if we're not when we drain a person, we don't become them. But that just means that I'd be draining a part of Olaf, which would be that because he's a snowman. Hey, you don't get to choose which part of him you drain. You take no, all I'm, the personality. Yeah, I'm taking all his personality, but I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't turn into a snowman. That's what we're saying, no, right? No, 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 yeah, for Exactly. Sure. Okay. But if so I'm... you trying to say, you know... He no, 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 too, no. I'm not taking that part. You know? No, no, no. If I'm draining <laughs> from Olaf, I'm going to end up with the magical ability of, like, a snowman who can't melt, <laughs> which makes me think that he can't feel the cold. And I really thought about that this morning in the cold of going to work and thought, (laughs) all I want is to not feel this. And if I was Olaf, I don't think I'd feel the cold because I'd be a magically imbued snowman. I like how you're walking (laughs) walking through the Montreal cold thinking about, I could really be Olaf right now. The the Montreal cold snaps are what make me, and it's not even that cold right now in Montreal, but that's what led me to this situation where I was honestly thinking about, well, I mean, I think if I could choose, I would want to be Olaf because I wouldn't be cold right now, which that that is, honestly, I like that. And then Baloo, uh, of course, like I, like you, I agree, teaming up with Baloo. And then the sad thing is I defeat Sebastian. Um, <laughs> but in my scenario in my head while I was walking to work thinking about this, I defeated Sebastian and cooked him and ate him because I'm a sick bastard. Grab legs for dinner. Yeah, I wanted – I mean, get some – You get. look at the situation. I get magical powers. I get a best friend like Baloo, and I get crab for dinner. And All honestly, I'm saying is, under the sea would get annoying way quicker than bare necessities. There you go. So, Baloo, you <laughs> can keep right just saying them bare necessities where you're talking about how we don't really need that much in life and just we're yeah. going to be okay. But we still eating crab. We are True. still this guy, this eating crab. I'm telling you to go live on the seashore, you know? There you go. Darling, it's better where it is wetter. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, uh, yeah, that's the DTD, folks. If you guys uh, want to check this out, you can continue to listen to the show on cjello.com, cjello1690 AM, Bell 5, Channel 950 in Montreal, and you can check us out on the mobile apps, the CJLO app, or TuneIn app uh, under CJLO. That's it for the live stream, kids. You know why you're live on Facebook, and I, I just thought this to myself and started laughing. <laughs> but everyone on Facebook is watching you. It's like you're talking to yourself the whole time, right? No, well, they, they can't hear me, really. Yeah, I put the phone up next to the next to my <laughs> my phone, so they should have been able to hear you. Hopefully, <laughs> I hope so. I mean, we'll have to. We'll hey, have to there's check a it really out. good solo podcast out there. Maybe that's what you could do, you know? <laughs> where I talk to myself <laughs> about my weird dreams your, and your days, and you know, t- talking to your audience through the secret wars. 
Oh my God, yo! Don't get me started on Secret Wars. I don't want to go back there. Okay, uh, we had so much geek news and stuff that we wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, did you did you still want to go over some of the Disney stuff, or did we want to get into the news? Because it's already twenty seven no. minutes in. Let's get into the news, um, folks. What is going on with this crazy Deadpool? Um, I mean, Deadpool has obviously been one of the more popular subjects that we've discussed because we've been really excited uh, about what the character means to a Fox resurgence in with their cinematic universe. Because as we've seen with their last few movies, they they don't know what they're doing. Except for Deadpool, I don't think they've produced a movie that, uh, although they made they've been financially successful, none of them have told a really good story. At least to yeah, me. Fox is Warner Brothers Jr. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that, it really is a weird thing where when you take a look at what Fox and Warner Brothers are doing, and I was just having this conversation with the uh, former program director at CJLO, um, Andrew Wheeler from Great A Explosives. He was here in the studio. He's here at the station. And him and I were, were wondering, why is it that Warner Brothers doesn't understand the formula? Because literally all they have to do is take the Marvel formula and put their characters in and tell a good story. Uh, and I told him, I think one of the issues they're having is uh, they, they, they go dark easily, which we've seen in the cartoons and in their TV shows. I mean, Arrow is a much darker version of Green Arrow. There's an, there's an animated movie coming out called Justice League Dark. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in the titles. And they, they, they like to really... They like to live in the darkness of their animated and television series. But when they try to convert that to the movie franchises, which I don't think you can because something like an animated series where you can go week to week, but at the end of it, you kind of feel like, well, there's going to be a payoff and these heroes are going to survive. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Same thing with the TV show. But in the movie, you have two hours to tell us a story and make us feel like it's all going to come together. And if you spend most of the movie introducing us to the characters, trying to develop them and what they're doing, and then you have a, a what, 10-minute payoff with that fight in Batman versus Superman, and it and the end of that fight is something so ridiculous as someone one character says their mother's name and it stops the other character dead in his path. Uh, yeah. Instead of there are other questions you could have asked way before that, that, yeah. that could give that away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, and then that brings me to Fox where Fox is doing much of the same where th- in their movies, they rely, they're not dark, but they rely heavily on mimicking things that have been successful in their other fran- in their other movies and trying to do that repeatedly but not on a bigger scale yeah i mean the quicksilver scene in the first and the second the time that he appears were amazing and the second one is just as funny as the first one uh the music that they put to and everything the whole thing was well done but you can't like i I mean someone i think it was maybe skinny or someone else who said they can't do that again and i was like oh man i hope they do but i realized no they're right you can't do it a third time You, you you can't use the same gimmick over and over and one of the things that they're doing in this is they're using the same gimmicks over and over. How many times is Eric Magneto going to go dark and be a broken man and decide that he wants to kill everybody and and then be redeemed at some point? Like, uh, that's true. And and we didn't really buy it, did we? At the beginning no. of the apocalypse, no. 
You're just no. Like, oh, yeah, okay, well, you're just waiting for something bad to happen, and then he goes, but, you know, dark again, and it's all over. And, and that's one of the, just knew. And one of the things that sucks about that was if they had tried to hide the fact that Magneto becomes one of the four horsemen so that when you see him at the beginning being a good person, you are surprised when he makes these decisions or you're surprised at what causes him to turn evil. But instead, they give you a story where you know from the beginning something has to happen for him to go dark. So the, yep. the second I saw his family, I'm like, oh, well, they're they're going to kill them. That, I knew it. As soon as I saw it. It was a dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> And that's and that's what makes it lazy writing or maybe just bad publicity. Like you guys told too much of the story in your advertising. It's true. And honestly, even from I don't know why everyone was so pumped up to see this movie. The, the, the graphics, everything. Just to me, I looked at it. I was like, this just looks like garbage. Yeah, it didn't look good at all for me at all. I don't know how people thought this was going to be good. Or still think that it's good. <laughs> You're gonna have that discussion all day, but yeah, I, I think it was. And, and actually, you know what? Speaking of Marvel and DC, I find something that Marvel did very well from the cartoons, like from the ground up, yeah. was actually telling stories more on a street level and building up to aliens and all these things around yes. it, right? Versus yes. where DC, yes. if you watch their cartoons, a lot of things, aside from Batman, are all doom and gloom end of the world yeah yeah so for the, the, and right now they're trying to translate that the same exact style to the movies and that's the problem but the reason why the tv shows are successful is because the tv shows closely relate to what marvel is doing yeah and batman is one of those characters who whose story is so deep that you can tell it from in really different so ways. many angles like for example the Bra- batman the brave and the bold the cartoon was still a fun cartoon, and it is the most ridiculous mixture of 1966-style Batman mixed with modern-day Batman. Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, what's that show, Harvey Birdman. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> That's a really good point. It really does. Yeah. It's kind of just slapstick and silly, but they actually have really good stories. Like, I, I was watching an episode last night, uh, and the the he, Batman teams up with uh, Jeff Ross. The Toastmaster, the Roastmaster, sorry, because the 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 villains capture Batman and they have him on a spit and they're roasting him. And then the Joker says, we're going to have a roast tonight. And they start roasting Batman while he's roasting on the spit. And then they kidnap Jeff Ross and bring him in. And then Jeff Ross beats up the Joker at the end and says, you're a crime against comedy. And that's how they ended. And I, I was cracking up. Uh, that's funny. That's pretty funny. But it was actually still a good Batman story because all the villains were there. The second that Batman got loose, all the villains stood up and said, oh, no, he got out. He got out. And then they all start running around like crazy because they're all petrified of Batman, even though there's a room full of all of his villains. They all have their weapons. They're still afraid of one man by himself and a comedian. And it was just that's, a good. That's a crazy thing of Batman. He is feared. Like, he has created that for himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they've done a good job at maintaining the fear aspect. Even when telling a jokey story, they still show you that people are petrified of the Dark Knight. And that's one of the things. And that's what we were saying. Your character can be strong enough to tell a good story. If you have good writers and you tell a good story, the people will come in, will come in droves. Deadpool, another example. They had a good writer. They had a good story. They wrote it. They did the first movie. It was great. The second movie... Oh, sorry. 
Yeah, I was going to say, and I really hope they just stick to that kind. Like, don't change a thing. Yeah. Unless unless you do the same thing again and it just doesn't work, but people will still go see it and they'll give you a chance for a third one, guaranteed. Well, just don't that, change too much. Well, that's the notes here that we have uh, from uh, comicbookmovies.com where someone was talking about the fact that the second movie for Deadpool is going to feature Cable and Domino are going to show up. Domino, one of my favorite characters. Uh, I think that her luck kind of ability that she has, where things kind of just always work out in her favor, is really interesting and would add a kind of funny twist. And she's also like uh, an assassin-level marksman and stuff like that. So she's really cool as a character. And Cable- How amazing would it be if they put in the line, everything's coming up, Mailhouse, when something goes her way? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, or if Deadpool says it anyway. Well, cool. And we joke, but Deadpool is one of those franchises where these little jokey lines could actually end up in the movie and still make the movie a good movie. Because exactly. he breaks the fourth wall. It's very, the whole, I, I've discussed it before. I won't go into it again, but I love that Deadpool is that crazy. That type of break, break the wall and talk to the audience crazy. And Domino and Cable as characters in that universe with him would be super fun. And they're saying that the third movie in this kind of reboot X-Men universe franchise that they'd want to do would be the X-Force. Draw, hopefully. Yeah, they're trying to ride the tail, the coattails of Deadpool now, though. Yeah. The only and, thing that's working, so you might as well. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm okay with that. As long as they let Ryan Reynolds stay close to the head of the ship, even if he's not the captain, but if he's someone who's kind of helping guide the direction, because he has the he will, sense he will of, be. I'm pretty sure because it's, it's, it's technically Deadpool three. They're turning into X Force. Yeah, yeah, like that's how what Captain saying. America said it becoming an Avengers movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, same, yeah, same exact thing. So. Uh, and then the other news that we had for Deadpool is um, in Deadpool two. The rumor is now that Pierce Brosnan, who has been pictured with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, might play Cable. Uh, okay, so here, yeah, we need to discuss. I'll let you go first. What are your thoughts on someone like Pierce Brosnan playing Cable? What you know? Where? Where? What ideas? What, what do you say? He looks like Nick Fury after he's retired. Like <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I Damn. don't see it. Like I see his face. You know what I mean? I could see them making him look like a cable, but in some way. But he does—he's not imposing enough. No, I just don't see what is he going to lose the British accent. Have you ever seen the movie without the accent? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've I, never seen a movie with it with the American accent. That's true. Yeah, not that I can um, think of at least. And there might there might be one out there. I just haven't seen it. So if someone's seen it and I'm saying this, my bad. But my thought still remains that I don't see him as cable. I just where's the physique? Yeah, you can't. You kind of need that too. And the movie starts shooting what five months? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. If he, I'm actually. I mean, it's possible. I'm amazed they haven't locked down their cable yet. So, for, on my end, my opinion of this is more of the Zendaya Mary Jane thing, where I think the that they Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, and Pierce Brosnan took a picture together. They knew the fans would talk about it. And no one's out there denying anything because the publicity train has taken off and they are just letting people live in it. Just They're just loving the publicity of people talking about it. It's, it can do nothing but help them. 
Um, yeah, and they and they uh, they took that picture where it's like see no evil, hear no evil, yeah. say no evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're just. I think they're just playing. Hopefully, they're just playing with us because I really don't see Pierce. What's his name? Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> if you said <laughs> this like five years ago, ten years ago, when he was still Bond, then maybe. But yeah, I just I I really don't see it. I think he's too old for well for the part. There are some guys that were in consideration that were too old. Yeah, but we still said they would possibly could, they could possibly still do it because they looked the part. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think Kyle Chandler is this season. He's still attached to. Oh, uh, I mean, he's the he was the rumored favorite. Uh, okay, so I mean, stick with that, guys. Friday Night Lights, yeah, uh, early edition. I, I mean, he has, I think, the acting chops. He has the gruff, like that kind of like. And he's just different enough that like people can be like, huh. Yeah. It's like, there's no expectation. It's just the best. And and one of the things that sucks for me is I, I'm trying my best to let go of it, but I, I keep still picturing like the, the comic book version of Cable, this like really big, physically over like. No. And I don't think the movie version will be like that. I really don't think no, they're going to... No, they're, go- they're also planning on, like, dumping a lot of his origin story because it's so convoluted. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, with the, like, mom, but not his mom. Actually, his mom, like, it's not the Jean Grey. It's the, the future. Like, there's just yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. Right, I don't know how they're going to cut it. They haven't indicated how, but... Cable is one of the... Cable is easily one of the most complicated... Like, his backstory is so complicated... And then because his story is so complicated, it made Hope's story, who is the like last hope for humanity after things go wrong in the, the you know Marvel uh, X universe and all the mutants have lost their abilities, and Hope is the first mutant born. Cable takes her into like the future, the past, and he's like time traveling with her while she's being hunted by Bishop. And I still to this day don't really understand why that was happening. But in any case, like the the, the background story for those characters is so convoluted that I, I I hope they cut out most of it when trying to tell Cable's story. Especially if Cable's gonna be introduced in a sequel as a side character to Deadpool. Because it's still gonna yeah. have to be Deadpool's movie where Cable gets some shine. I don't see how they can oh, for sure. It will yeah. it will be like how Spidey came in Avengers. Yes, you know, yes, it'll, it'll yes, be yes. quick like little Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. cool scene and then we're like, oh nice, looking forward to the next one, you know? And, and so, one last thing for me, I kinda wish that they would talk about who they may cast as Domino more. Uh, Ruby Rose? Uh, is that who for sure? I think yeah, she's in everything in the past. Yeah, well, year, I mean, yeah. Last, I, I think it's going to be her. Dom, let me let me do a quick. Well, la- last week we <laughs> talked about Resident Evil and Xander Cage, the Return of Xander Cage, and Ruby Rose is in both of those. And yeah. I, I mean, she like you, when you're online, if you follow any of her social media, she's been working out and, and keeping fit. Oh, dude, she's also in uh, John Wick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a lot of, which is good. I mean, this is a good year for her. Uh, after she did um, Orange Is the New Black a couple years ago, uh, yeah, and she did a couple blew episodes. Up. I didn't, I didn't understand why she. Blew up. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, she's super interesting. Uh, I, I, she, she has pretty good acting chops, but I, I don't know, and I agree with you. I don't know what it was specifically that made her really. Super interesting to people all of a sudden. <laughs> Crazy. Um, she did a couple episodes of Dark Matter, or maybe I think maybe just one episode. But other than that, I, I, I was kind of just like, well, okay, why? What? What's so special about Ruby Rose? But I mean, she's cool, so I I I, I like her. I just didn't really get the whole. But the hype was. I yeah. didn't get it either, but I let it be. 
Um, but yeah, if if I think she would probably do a pretty good job as Domino. I wonder how far they go with the Domino look with the really really pale skin and the the like big Domino pip on her eye. Like I that's that's a very specific look for someone. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they do it though. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. Uh, so uh, just a few kind of side note things to mention, people. Curb your enthusiasm. Season nine is coming out in 2017. Okay, so I didn't watch. Did I watch season eight? What? How long ago was season eight? Dude, I have no. I okay. This is gonna. If if this conversation starts up, I'm gonna tell people to get ready because I <laughs> hate Curb Your Enthusiasm. Whoa, are you serious? I hate that show, and I know some people say, but you watch everything. Yes, How do you hate it. Okay. Actually, if there's a show out there, I thought, well, I don't know. The humor might not be your kind of humor, maybe. No, okay. I, and that's the thing, because I love Seinfeld. But anyways, we got to get to a quick message. Perfect timing. <laughs> when we come back from the message, I'll tell you guys why I hate Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. That's that's fair. So I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, people. CJLO 1690 AM, Doc Holiday, and on the line. Toby. Hooked on Sonics, your weekly dose of indie rock, post punk, power pop, shoegaze, noise pop, post hardcore, math rock, and anything else with loud guitars. Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on CJLO 1690. Bring your earplugs and your emotional issues. Don't miss the Study and Go Abroad Fair on Saturday, March 4th at the Palais de Concret de Montréal. Admission is free. Come early at noon to listen to our future seminar on scholarships. For more information, check online at www.studyandgoabroad.com. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Um, You're on the pulpit. Let's go. So, uh, before the break, I mentioned that I can't stand. I actually use a harder word. I, I said hate. I hate. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm as a series. You're losing, you're losing fans, friends, and Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's true though. You're right. I do have a lot of friends who really get annoyed with me when I say this because they're just like, "You really do like everything," and we don't understand why this show in particular has such a disdain in your heart. And I'll tell you, I just don't like the show. I don't like the structure. I don't like the way he acts. Uh, I think he's too neurotic. I get that he is doing it for the show. The whole point of his neuroses are, you know, it's a not like George. He George, the character is based on Larry David. Understood. Um, and if and I feel like if we had ever had Seinfeld as just George Costanza, it wouldn't have done nine or ten seasons because people would lose their minds watching someone like that back then. Cause he's so, so here's here's my thought on Larry David, yeah. creator. Seinfeld is he's everyone says his character is George, but yeah. I think the re, part of the reason why a lot of people don't really connect very well, they don't get Curb, is because he's actually Jerry's character and George on Curb. He's like he's both of them. If you really look at the character, he's not just George. He literally has the same tendencies as Jerry. And just as like random as cr- and crazy as George, it's, it's, but I like it. It's a weird mix. I think his supporting cast makes the show a lot though too. Yeah, so a I, really good supporting cast. I really wanted to watch the season, the Katrina season, where Vivica oh, Fox uh, JB. And, and JB Smoove <laughs> and them, I think, move in with him. Yeah, 
I and I wanted to watch that only because I I just wanted to understand how <laughs> how did they write this into the show to make sense? Because someone Perfectly. told me, yeah, someone told me it's actually really well done how they kind of get the situation going and how ridiculous the story gets with all I those think characters. the show actually did blow up in popularity based off that season yeah I, I, I mean I don't know I honestly never gave the show a chance I really generally don't like it uh, I mean after when I heard about that season that was the closest I ever got to possibly watching it and then um, I've watched episodes I watched the Ted Danson Mary Steenberg like party episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that does. Yeah, and that's the thing. Once again, when like you said, it comes down to the cast. I like the cast on the show and the actors, but I can't stand Larry David, and he's the star, so he gets so much screen time. And because I generally don't like his character, I can't watch it. He he just uh, he annoys me in a way that is equivalent for some people to nails on a chalkboard. It's, it's his, his acting is, I think, so good that you actually really hate the thing yeah. that he's portraying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think and you're right. The things he gets into is so cringeworthy, but you can't look away. I don't know. <laughs> and that's the thing. And, and, and the reason I added it to the list is not for me because I wouldn't mention that the show's coming back. But I know so many people out there who love Curb Your Enthusiasm. They think it is one of the funniest shows ever produced. Uh, they consider it a beautiful sequel to Seinfeld. Um, and I, I think some people even like I have. Like, yeah, sorry. It's a nice little palette cleanser. Yeah. And I have friends who consider that season because there's a season where they do a reunion for Seinfeld. Yep. And I I've I, and that's the only other time that I've thought about maybe watching it just because I just want to see the build up to that episode cuz supposedly it's actually a really beautiful send-off for Seinfeld if you were one of those people who didn't like the series finale watching this season that season of Curb where they do the reunion episode which is a fictional reunion episode but it's actually a lot of fun and then you yes. you kind of get that ending that you never got. But you also realize why there wasn't one. Oh. Along. It's like it's better left as is, you know? Interesting. And that's it. Yeah, so Curb, I, I just, I know. All my friends out there who are listening to this who are shaking their fist or are angry that I've never given it a chance. And I know, I always say I shouldn't talk about something because I haven't given it a chance. But I've actually tried. I've watched episodes of Curb. It's not like I haven't watched anything. I've watched episodes, and the episodes make me mad. And I'm, I can't invest in a show that makes me that upset. Yeah, no one's gonna force you, man. But yeah. you're missing out. I know. I, 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 I'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take, the, I'll take it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that was supposed to be a short segment. Sorry, it took so long. Uh, I Boy on Netflix looks super interesting. If you're into the 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 kind of sci-fi that we are, we tend to talk about in this show. Uh, this one is kind of like a digital age sci-fi, where I, I mean, the trailer doesn't give away too much, but it looks super cool. And it's going to be on Netflix in two or three weeks, I think. So uh, Yeah, January 27th, I think, of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, 27th already? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, because I saw, the, I saw the, the, the info for it at the beginning of the month. So, so yeah, I, I mean, watch the trailer if you can. I highly recommend it. It stars. I, I watched it on silent <laughs> while you... I was at work, actually. So oh, I didn't really get to even hear what it's about. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, I think it looks really cool, and it stars the 
the girl from uh, the young one, Macy from Game of uh, Thrones. Oh, Macy Williams. Yeah, Macy Williams. Thank you. Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she she's one of the car- leads, and then um, the actual lead is uh, a young man from. Oh, wow! This is weird. Oh, Bill Milner is his name. Does Sorry. he have any credits? Uh, Bill Milner, who plays Tom. Oh, actually, yeah, he's in X Men First Class. Tom Hardy's Lock. Oh, he played a uh, young uh, Magneto. That's true. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. And uh, he was on a series in 2012, a miniseries, the The Secret of Crickly Hole. Oh, I remember him now in the office as a kid and his powers start going off. I remember yeah, now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of okay, cool. Yeah, I can see that. That's, a good, that's good casting. I mean, it's super cool to think of like having seen him as young Eric with that meltdown. And he's going to be playing somewhat of a similar character with powers having meltdowns. From the okay. trailer that I saw, it looks pretty interesting. So it's kind of cool. We know he can do it is essentially what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. No, I like that. I'd watch that. I'd definitely tune in. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And once again, like, you, you, we always, you, me, Skinny, Jaws, we've always said, I, I mean, Brandon, when he comes through, Netflix has yet to do wrong by any of us. Uh, I, I've, I've heard this thing saying how Iron Fist is going to be the first flop. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Where are you hearing? Okay. I think, it's because, I think it's because the general public. He's a pretty underground character. Yeah, he really is. He Much really like is. Luke Cage, maybe even less so, uh, more so. Oh, God. So I think it's because of that people are saying this, but I think he's really going to be generally surprised. Like, he has a really good story. Uh, so. My favorite thing so far is the promotion machine that is Marvel. Marvel is so smart that instead of promoting Iron Fist... You're promoting Defenders. They're promoting Defenders... And Iron Fist is on the cover of the the Entertainment Weekly, and everyone talked about all those pictures. And now you know if you want to get the full scope of the Defenders as a series, uh, you're gonna have to watch Iron Fist. Good, good roundup. I like that. So I, I think it's one of the smartest marketing plans ever because it's just like, well, guys, these this is a team. You guys got to check them out. And then Marvel and Disney came in and they're just like, oh, by the way, we're releasing a comic book of the Defenders with this team. You guys really should give this team a chance. And then you're like, well, I guess I really need to know who Iron Fist is if I want to really get the full thing. And next thing you know, you're going to be watching the entire run of Iron Fist because without it, the Defenders just won't be as good. Everything. Oh, Marvel, dude. Yeah. I mean... Uh. Marvel is so far the kings of the serial storytelling. That is such mind, uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, love it's it. it's, and I'm looking forward to it. I really, I really am looking forward to it. I personally am a huge fan of Iron Fist. Uh, I was one of the guys that was collecting all the comics. Uh, I collected all the lethal weapons because there's like the different uh, myth- mythical weapons. There's Iron Fist. There's a Daughter of Shadows. There's like there's tons of different characters that all belong to the like. Um, like th- that world, and they each have their own story. There's also prior Iron Fist versions in- incarnations that uh, that that existed that I've read their comics as well. So, I mean, I think it. W- I'm looking forward to the character. Uh, I was a little worried about the mysticism side, but be- after Doctor Strange, I'm confident that they can work it into their universe and not mess things up too much. 
Right, and I mean, hopefully it translates well to TV per episode, yeah. right? It's thing to watch it in a movie where it's continuously in your... Yeah, I am, yeah I, I'm still a little worried about it because, right. it, 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 like, 13-episode run that they usually do on Netflix, you you, you, you know, sometimes you have a, those dull episodes... I mean, how many times? How many times do you think we'll see the fist in the whole uh, in the whole arc in the whole uh, season? The glowing fist when he's fighting. Yeah. If, if they're gonna do it well, two, three, four times. Okay. You, you I was, can't. I was, gonna, I was gonna say just put an exact number, and whoever comes closest wins. But okay. he can't be over. Oh, Wheel of Fortune style. <laughs> Not Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. The Price is Right. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna that say changes your number, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna stick with three. I'm gonna average out in my numbers. I'm gonna say three. You're gonna see the actual golden fist of his chi power used properly three times in the series. Because yeah. I three don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can. You, you can't use it every episode. He's not gonna be fighting every episode, and I think he's just gonna destroy everybody if it's every yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like they have to build up to him u- learning to use it. So I right. feel like you're gonna have like like a okay, few episodes. You know what? Is there gonna be okay? So maybe I didn't specify the rules exactly, but will, will we see the fist glowing and he fails to use it, or does he actually use it? Oh, oh, that's okay. So you want to know if he actually uses the fist? He uses it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It's that's different. Good one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking about him just learning to like make the fist. Even no, 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 no. no. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm ready to use it. Am I going to use it more than once or twice in the fight? First I'm... time might be an accident. You never know. But I, I want an exact number. Oh, that's interesting. I'm still going to stick with three because I, Ooh, I. Okay. <laughs> I'm still going to stick with three because, uh, and you actually gave me the idea when you said, "Will he use it by accident?" I'm thinking that there might be a scene where he uses it the first time and doesn't realize that he could do that. Right. And then there's going to be two other times where he actually needs to defend himself and use it. Oh, Originally, man. you know what? I kind of I was going to say two until I said that myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's the uh, thing. But I'm going to stick there too. I'm going to stick there. Yeah. Too. I'm going to I'm going to under under bet. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, we'll have to ask the guys next week too to give to give their input. But I mean, the character's super interesting and I look forward to what he can do. Um Thanks. Uh, super and, quick, um, we we have like one minute left. I still want to talk about Green Lantern. Uh, yeah. They're kind of supposedly there's a rumor out there that they are writing a lethal weapon style story set in space with Hal Jordan and John Stewart. I'm uh, all for it. The idea would be to have those two kind of being cops in space. Hal's the kind of older. Uh, I'm too old for this, and John's the young one. But you know, there's the ring slinging duo. I, I mean. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to play it tone or, or tone wise. Yeah. Uh, I really don't want it to be silly at all. I kind of do want it to be dark. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one time where I think if they're going to do it properly, DC, you not too dark. You don't have to go Superman, right. Man of Steel dark where you make the guy kill people and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you can still do like, because Hal Jordan has some pretty dark scenes. There's, there's one, Hal Jordan's whole city gets destroyed at one point in the DC universe. Um, and you you don't and he comes back to Earth to find out that his world's been like the city that he was living in is destroyed and it's wiped destroyed, off. Yeah. You d- you don't have to go that dark, guys, but you can still go dark. <laughs> you know, like and I, and I find the balance. Different villains. I don't want to see Sinestro. Yeah, yeah, that too. That too. We don't need Sinestro every time. He has other villains he can fight. 
or just right. random other villains in the in the have him fight other people in the DC universe. He can just, just bring me a whole bunch. Just, yeah, just pull all the minor like uh, Flicker and yeah. Thunderers of Cord, all those guys. Just put yeah. them all in there. Agreed. Man, I can't believe it. We already got through the hour. We only have twenty seconds. Uh, Tobes, sign out. What do you want to say to people? Peace, love, and unity. That's it. I'm out. It, Peace, guys. We'll be back next week. Don't drink or drive. Always wear Jimmy Caps because safe sex is good sex. CJLO 1690 AM. Bell 5, channel 950. CJLO app. Tune in under CJLO. That's it. We'll be back next week. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Deuces.